You're a neat paper like me, so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Well, that's right. I play the role of the black cat. I don't mind. This is Tim. This is New York Giants. Straight Talk. Powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Want to talk about a couple things today. Want to talk about uh, the rookie uh, the rookie meet and greet dinner that I went to um, on Tuesday. I'm going to, at the end of this video, I'm going to play a bunch of videos from uh, the, the dinner and, and some of the questions that were asked. And I think some of the questions that were asked, some of the players that were there and everything that was there, it was very apropos um, and some, some great answers as well. So I kind of want, I didn't want to kind of give it a, um, any context because what I want to kind of do is just have people just listen to it. And and just see, you know, and just kind of just get a feel and a vibe for what was going on. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you'll hear the audio. Of course, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this on YouTube, um, stay tuned until after this, you will actually see the video. I just didn't have time to go on the camera today. So I wanted to talk about something real quick because I, I, it just makes me laugh. Because there's a certain segment of Giant fans that, of course, that are crazy, and anything that is put out about anything about Daniel Jones sends them all into a tizzy, and I just find it interesting that um, all I was seeing on Twitter the other day was, Daniel Jones, the best deep, one of the best deep ball passers in the league. He was ranked number seven in the league in reference to deep ball passes by Pro Football, the venerable Pro Football Focus. How You know, you know how much we love Pro Football Focus? Daniel Jones ranked seventh. In the deep ball passing category. Um, and I laugh because of the fact that if, if you actually look at this statistically and you actually look at this and, and, and understand this, um, you, you kind of see where the, the lunacy is of this ranking. So Daniel Jones was ranked seventh out of 28 dropbacks. Um, two touchdowns, which is 28th. His deep ball, his passing yards was all on this list, deep ball passing yards, because his ranked out of the 32 quarterbacks, was 30th. His passer rating was third, and his deep ball completion at 43.5% was at not was ninth. And like I said, it was at a 28 dropbacks for 91.8. You're like, wow, that's you know, 28 passes. That's great. And then you go through the list. Then you start going seeing who's number six. Okay, so let's see. So number six was Kenny Pickett. Number of dropbacks, 54. You go to the next. Number five, Patrick Mahomes. Number of dropbacks, 77. You go again. Number of dropbacks is Tua at 61. You go again. The number of dropbacks is Tom Brady at 77. You go again. You go to Joe Burrows at 64, the number of dropbacks. And then you go to Geno Smith at at uh, 77 dropbacks. So Daniel Jones's ranking is out of 28 in total one on average. If you take the top six and take the number of dropbacks, of course, this would be on average, and you divide that by six, the average number of dropbacks on this list for the top six is 68.3 dropbacks to Daniel Jones is 28. So they have on average 40 more dropbacks than Daniel Jones did. This is like in baseball. Think about this for a second. This is like in baseball. When someone wins the batting title with only 250 at-bats. Now there is a minimum of bats, not 250, but let's say someone has, let's say someone has 580 bats or six. Let's just make it easy. Someone has 600 at bats, hits 312. 
And then someone comes in with 250 at-bats and hits 344. That's crazy. They didn't really win the batting title because of the fact that they have less than half of the number of bats as the next player. So looking at this list and anointing Daniel Jones as one of the one of the best deep ball passers, and I heard it on the radio yesterday, it cracked me up too. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones is one of if you, if you look at it statistically from Pro Football Focus, because I love Pro Football Focus, uh, he is the, one of the best deep balls in the entire game. But put it in context. Put it in context. His percentage is 40 less passes than the top six guys. Then you go below him. Josh Allen, 83. Kirk Cousins, 72. Andy Dalton, 40. Andy Dalton didn't play the entire season. Uh, The dangerous David Mills is at 11th with 76. And then you have the lower end people like 12. Matthew Stafford with 27. Dak Prescott, 49. Of course, Stafford and Dak were both hurt. It, it, it's, just, it's just amazing to me that you see this list and you're like, wow, look at that deep ball ranking. He And, and honestly, you could take away some of those deep ball passes because they're not deeps. They were screens are to, to people like Darius Slayton. I go back to the Texan game. It was a bad throw over the defender to Darius Slayton. And Darius Slayton had to come back for it and almost dro- could have dropped and actually took it in for a touchdown. You could say a lot of things about Daniel Jones. You could see the improvement in the fact that he's not fumbling as much, but you have to also be put things in context. When you are ranked seventh in the league and you have 40 less passes than the next people above you, that doesn't tell me you're one of the best deep ball throwers in the league. And I and it, it and if you look at the total number of yards, here's a good example: Justin Herbert was 14 on the list. And this is interesting because he had 28 passing yards as well. His deep ball, now 28, he, he, he's, remember, Daniel Jones is 7th and he is 28th. Daniel Jones' total yardage was 359. At the same percentage of throws, Justin Herbert's deep ball yardage was 785. J- Daniel Jones threw two deep ball touchdowns to seven and reference to Justin Herbert. So who has the better deep ball? Guys, put stuff in context. And, and, and like I said, Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! I truly feel like I'm taking crazy pills sometimes. Because of the fact that you listen and you watch this stuff and, and you just you just don't know where people's mindsets are. You don't understand what people are thinking. You don't understand. You understand, you know, you want your quarterback to be the best quarterback around. You want your quarterback to be, you know, head and shoulders above the rest. I get that. I a hundred percent get that. But my problem is this. Put it in context. And you see all this stuff in Twitter when none of it's in context. It's just, well, he's got the best deep ball pass. And then I got attacked because of the fact that I pointed out that he only threw the ball 28 times and the next people above him on average threw the ball 68. So I went to the rookie dinner, the rookie meet and greet, which was a lot, which was honestly, which was, a, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a blast there. Um, and everyone, you know, they're all great. They were really all great guys. They they really are. I, I was really impressed with Big John. Uh, you know, same same with Eric, uh, you know, and Mr. Banks as well. I, I was impressed with a whole lot of them. I think they gave a lot of good, succinct answers. I think the I mean when they were I just think in general, 
you know, the way they were either coached in college or their upbringing or what the Giants are working with them. It's it's just a fantastic situation for these guys to be here, and, and they really showed that they they are they are truly in the right mindset, and and I think that's wonderful. I think that's uh, I think it's phenomenal. And like I said, they gave a lot of wonderful answers. Uh, I'm going to put a lot of these also up as shorts, but I wanted to play four of my favorites um, that I have here that I, I think kind of just sum up the day. Um, you know, and, and like I said, Big John was awesome. I I, I was laughing because of the fact that I I was saying that I was trying to figure out who I'm going to get a jersey from. And and I think you know my who my 2023 jersey is going to be. It, it's going to be John. It's it's got to be because like I said, he was he was he was a down to earth kid. You you know he's a kid from Chicago. You know played for the Golden Gophers. Um, he's coming with he's coming all all three of them came in with the right attitude. They came in with the the right mindset. You could tell even as rookies, they they are high character guys. All three of them. Um, and, and these are the type of guys that you want to see succeed. These are the type of guys that you want to have excel, you know, within your organization. And I think John and I think Mr. Banks are going to be, you know, I think they're going to be starters from day one. I even asked John and I didn't get, uh, I didn't get the videotape, but I asked John though. I said, um, I'm calling him John. Like I know him. <laughs> uh, I even asked him during the day. I said, Hey, listen, you know, um, you know, you are probably going to be penciled in as the day one starter, you know, and it's, um, and, and that, you know, not only because where you were drafted, but because of the dearth at center that the giants have had over the last couple of years, you know, how do you feel about, you know, being that guy coming in and being that guy, you know, how are you preparing to start day one? And he basically gave the answer, you know, I haven't won. The, I haven't been given the job yet. I haven't been won the job yet. I have to earn the job. You know, I, I'm going to do everything I need to do, you know, prepare mentally to be there, you know, as the starter, but you know what? It's still really early and no one's, you know, I haven't been told anything and I, I'm just here working and doing what I need to do to make myself better. I thought, I mean, like I said, it was a great, it was a great coach dancer. I don't know. If, I don't think it was a coach dancer because honestly on these, on these forums, it, it's kind of hard to coach it, you know, coach up these players up. But I think, like I said, I thought it was great. I thought it was exciting. So why don't you guys stay tuned here? We're going to play. I think like four or five clips. Like I said, if you are listening to this as a vis-a-vis a podcast on iTunes or any place else, uh, make sure you stay tuned because you'll hear the audio. But if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you stay tuned because you'll actually see the audio and the video. And again, this is Tim. This is New York Giants Straight Talk. And I'm out of here. I mean, yeah, once, if, I mean, if you college season for an offensive lineman, I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're hitting right now. You're hitting, uh, you're hitting every day. So, uh, I mean, it's definitely, uh, getting adjusted to new things and, um, yeah. What about for you? For me, it was definitely a difference because when we go out there, remember the first walkthrough period, and people are running, and Dave just yelling, no running, no running. Yeah. You know, in spring practice in college, you're full speed, full pass every day. So it was definitely a difference. You guys just talk about processing of information that's come your way and working with Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, it's if you uh, look at the whole playbook at once, it could be a lot. But if you take it one step at a time and uh, just have that growth mindset, Knowing that you're going to fail each and every day, and um, it's 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 a process. 
and you just got to keep going along with it and get around those teammates and like I said before like it's a brotherhood here and um, these guys are helping all our rookies out um, with the playbook with um, just just getting adjusted into this new uh, environment so I mean it's been very uh, helpful and uh, looking to keep growing each and every day. Okay, what about How does it make you feel? Everybody's going to be playing with you guys. I'm, it's a gaming world now. That is, that's the crazy thing. I tell my friends all the time, y'all better not play with nobody else. <laughs> all the time they got all these different mad leagues and everybody. I say, whoever got the Giants, y'all better win. I'm with you on that. I mean, just have like friends or uh, just hit you up and just say, like, hey, it's you. <laughs> so you better draft me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I actually used to tell myself I'm being mad and I Dave's my guy. Like, I don't know. That's my guy. He's real close. Like, real cool. He's a real funny dude, too. <laughs> tell me something, I don't know. I'm just like. We, like I said, we won't be here a month. How many times you got to yell at? Yeah, I know. To me, too. too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but he's a great coach. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. He's an offensive guru. Like, he can sit in the back of that meeting and say, we run it, walk up to the